Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. In the previous episode, we covered the Dastarbandi ceremony for the young Hadrai, which removed the weight of sorrow from all the Sikhs. Everyone was excited now and happy to see the young Hadrai attain this position of responsibility. So it was early to mid-October now, and Guru Hargobind spent many days with the congregation in the Divan, the court sessions, where Gurbani was melodically sung. The congregation who had to return back to their hometowns all along the way were also singing the praise of the Guru wherever they went. The congregation that did stay after Baba Gurdutta's funeral rites wanted to also celebrate the upcoming Diwali festival. They thought that they might as well stay for this festival before going home now. During this time, Guru Hargobind would every so often mount his horse and go for a stroll by the river Satluj. By the riverbanks of the river, they traveled slow and steady, looking at the beautiful river, enjoying the sight. Sometimes they would go up to the mountain Nana Devi, near Anandpur Sahib, cruising along the way, looking at all the beautiful spots in the area, up to the high peaks of the mountain, down to the lower valleys. And sometimes they would even take their horses into some of the caves of the mountain. Guru Hargobin would bring along with him Baba Buddha Ji San Pai Panna, who also mounted a horse, along with Jodhrai, and traveling along, they very much enjoyed their stroll. Whenever they found a beautiful spot, they stopped there and set up a divan, a court session, with Guru Hargobind. But back in Kiridhpur, Bidhichan would take care of all the administration and finances of the Guru's house. He was also the main director who organized the communal kitchen, the Langar, which was providing food to all the needy and the Sikh congregation day and night. All sorts of people were coming and going after being satisfied by the Langar, the communal kitchen, where they were making all sorts of delicious food. When Guru Hargobind would hold his divan session, people across the spectrum of social status, from the lowly to the high kings, all got together, clasping their hands together, they eagerly heard the words of the Guru, who spoke about devotional worship and experiencing the ras, the flavor, the pleasure of knowing one's true self, the Atma. Those listening would enshrine the Guru's way, Guru's mat, into their heart and would receive anything they wished for. And as the Diwali festival approached, more and more Sikh congregation came to Kiyudhpur for the festivities. They were coming with a desire to make their life successful. They left their work for a few days to come for the festival and brought with them great gifts to give Guru Hargobin. And they would come into the Darbar, the court, and present these gifts. All along the way, as they traveled to Kiyudhpur, the Sikhs would be singing Gurbani. And as they traveled, they sang and they left not only the path behind them, but also their vices. Men and women were coming in hordes from all directions. Six from Kabul, Kandahar, Balak, all in modern-day Afghanistan. You had people from Bukhara, which is in modern-day Uzbekistan. People from Fatehjang district uh, of Pakistan, side of Punjab, west of Islamabad. They were coming. You had people from Multan and Kashmir and Gujarat. The Guru's praise had spread far down south and as well as east. People were coming from all of these areas. You know, how far can we go on describing 
you know, where the congregation came from, the poet says. It was an endless amount. They were coming for the Diwali festival, and when that day came, Guru Hargobin had large amounts of sheets laid out for the congregation. They held the Divan session outside. So Jodra and his brother Salem Shah bowed down to Guru Hargobin and then sat close to the Guru. The congregation was guarded by warriors who were holding gold staffs. Singers were reciting praise of Guru Hargobin. The congregations that came from far off lands, they brought with them beautiful and exotic gifts for Guru Hargobin. They all took their turn to present their gifts in front of Guru Hargobin and then a Sikh performed an ardas and a supplication to the Guru announcing the gift that is being presented and by who. The Guru then accepted it. Gifts like clothing, jewelry, money, all of which were extremely beautiful and which befit Guru Hargobin. So there was a great heap of these offerings in the court because of the amount of congregation that came. Sundar and Paramananda, descendants of Guru Amardas, they were sitting and watching all of this, thinking in their mind that, wow, the glory of the Gurus has now increased since our time. Now the Guru represents Piti, both spirituality and Miti, sovereignty or royalty, in large amounts, which is a great thing as he's now killed many of our enemies. Guru Hargobind, the warrior son of Guru Arjan, is extremely formidable and their praise has spread around the world. People from across the world in all four directions were coming, men, women, everyone clasped their hands together and bowed down and had all their wishes granted to them from the all-knowing Guru. Whatever desire they asked for, whether it was for a son or for a wife, they all bowed down and received these blessings. Saints also came, those who had no desire for anything and they were blessed with Sikhi, and devotional worship bloomed within them. They tasted the sweetness of the knowledge of one's true self. There were thousands in the gathering seated, and thousands more standing along the sides. Sitting next to Guru Hargobind was Hararai, the great treasure trove of wisdom. Guru Hargobind treated him with great respect and love, knowing that after him, Hararai would be Guru. Everyone in the congregation was looking at Hararai. The radiance on his face was apparent. Even though he was really young, his face was gleaming so much it looked like the moon. The Gurmukhs out of the congregation recognized that he was diver- uh, deserving of the Guruship, as he was extremely virtuous. So for many days this festival took place and then the congregation slowly went back to their villages. Seeing how much love Jodhrai had, Guru Hargobind kept him close, just as he did with Rupchand and Pai Panna. Every day they would get to see Guru Hargobind. There were other Sikhs as well who stayed in close proximity, and in keeping close proximity to the Guru, they desired to attain the highest spiritual level. The Guru's company does remove the darkness of ignorance. A strong and firm Sikhi then becomes instilled within one's heart. Vices are abandoned, and one's heart becomes so clean and pure, it resembles a mirror. The purity of the heart then enables the perception of the formless, as the mind becomes still, as it is devoid of any vice. The mind then understands how the entire material world is ultimately transient. It does not last. It is false. It is an illusion. And this is how both 
attraction to things and repulsion against things is eliminated from the Gurmukh's mind. When both of these, Ragdvek, the tendency to have attraction and repulsion to things, when that is removed from the mind, then this notion of oneself, the ego, this illusion is impossible to hold on, hold on to. Virtues like truthfulness, contentment, peacefulness, they start to spring forth, which then allow for the sweetness of spiritual knowledge to be appreciated and consumed within one's heart. The 18 spiritual powers then quickly become available to that person. The powers approach, hoping that they would delude that person with the intoxication of their power, the ability to fly around the world or to become as big as a mountain or to become as small as they like or to just become invisible. But a Gursik does not indulge in any of these powers at all. He keeps his focus internally on the great giver of happiness, the divine, even though these powers stand at guard waiting to be used by the Sikh. With a great fortune, these Sikhs, who were drenched in the love with the Guru, have had the ability to keep such close proximity with Guru Hargobind. They pray and request from the Guru only the true name of the Divine. So these are the type of Sikhs that remain with Guru Hargobind. The others that came and went, they got what they, de they desired and went back home to their respective lands. So this is how chapter 42 concludes. And in the next chapter, we'll explore more about the personality of the young Teg Bahadur. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh,